Okay, perfect. Good evening. Welcome to the Canton Board of Health meeting. Today is Monday, January 23rd at 6.01. Uh, we're doing a Zoom because of the um, inclement weather tonight. So apologize that we're not in person. Um, in attendance, we have Anjali Bayless, Julie Goodman, Barbara Reardon, Karen Murphy, James Goodrich, Ruth Slattery, and myself, Alan Rappaport. Uh, first, we're going to do a change of address. The Body Art Establishment Practitioner, Boston Beauty, Inc., Lauren Sharapa, new address, 598 Washington Street. So, and Laura, I see that you're on. Where was the, where was the previous address? Over in Cops Corner, 95 Washington Street. Okay. And, and that 598, that's all open and, um, and been inspected and everything. So my one question is, on the front door, do you need to have any signage? whatsoever like what like um like the person's name and what the profession is like i know in my office they require uh door signage so yeah. i was just wondering yeah one um not from the regulation standards but maybe for um under town business standards but not um currently under the um existing board of health standards and, and plus it's new, so that might be something that she's working on. Are you there, Lauren? Yes, I am here. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Um, I actually had someone there, someone there this morning for mm -hmm. signage. Um, and I do believe I would have to go through the town um to get that approved and stuff. And I'm not sure if it's like a permit that I need to get, um, but I am working on that. Yeah, I believe what you need is a permit if you're going to do a exterior sign. But I, I was talking recording uh, in progress. I was talking about a sign just on the door. If if that was a, a requirement under your profession, not that I'm aware of. Um, but I will have a, something like a decal on the door as well with just my business logo. Okay. I have no problem with the change of address. Do we have to vote on it? I believe we should. Sure. I'll make a motion to approve the change of address um, for Laura Shapara. Sorry for um, saying that. New address is 598 Washington Street. I second. Um, and all in favor. All in favor. Sorry. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> Uh, so uh, three to zero. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Alan, 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 can I just remind you that when we were on Zoom last time, you had to have the name repeating and saying it. So you'd have to identify the names oh, okay. that were voting. Yes. So in Jolly Bayless, how do you vote? Uh, in favor. Julie Goodman. Aye. Alan Rappaport, aye. So three to zero. I apologize. I have two puppies with me tonight and... They're rambunctious. <laughs> um, next is um, new body art practitioner, Adriana Castillo, specialty microblading. Um, so that would be the same address, Beauty 
Boston Beauty Inc. 598 Washington Street. So Lauren, is this just someone that's practicing in your business? Um, yes, she is uh, ha has already completed an apprenticeship. Um, so she is should be, you know, working on her own. Awesome. And does she need her own insurance or does it go through you? Um, she does have her own insurance. Yes. Okay. Any other questions from you guys? Mm -hmm. I'm happy with this. So I'll make a motion to approve Adriana Casillo um, of 598 Washington Street at Boston Beauty Inc. Is there a second? second? Yep, my second. Okay, all in favor? Say. I'm in favor, Anjali. Julie, Ellen, aye. <laughs> Julie Goodman? Aye. Alan Rappaport, aye. So three to zero, it passes. Good luck. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Great, thank you so much. Next is the new owner retail food license, tobacco license, Sunoco gas station, 702 Naponsa Street, Edgar Fayed, effective January 1st. All the paperwork seems in good order. Yeah, yeah everything's all set for this. Um, he, um, it, it was the Sunoco on Washington Street uh, sold their business to this guy. He had all the paperwork in within two days of passing papers. So he was in that 30-day window. So uh, his tobacco license is all set and his retail food license is all set. Okay. So can we have a motion to accept? Or I'll make a motion to accept um, Sunoco gas station new owner, Edgar Fayard on 702 Naponset Street. We have a second. Aye, second. All in favor? Aye. So, Injali, you I'm say? I'm in favor. In favor. Julie? Aye. Alan? Aye. So, motion passes three to zero. Um, new owner food establishment license, Stone Lovin' Pizza, 8 Washington Street, George. Papa New, sorry if I said it wrong. Inspection's been done. Uh, anything that needs to be talked about? His, um, his food service paperwork is all set um, and his insurance, he, he's, he's done all of that. Awesome. All right, well, I approve it. Uh, I would like to make a motion for the change in establishment to George. Papa Noy on 8 Washington Street for Stone Lovin. I second. Okay, all in favor? Aye. So Anjali? Aye. Julie? Aye. Alan? Aye. So motion passes three to zero. Excellent. I'm sorry, we keep making you say all the hard last names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next is 2023 Animal License Renewal. First one, Ellen Grund, 11 Bridal Path, Two Horses. Yep, so she had two horses before for the last two years. She has the same two horses. Nothing has changed. You know, they're all living happily over there on Bridal Path. So do, do when they come up, does, um, like, do neighbors have an opportunity to... So when it's up for renewal, we don't do all the green cards and let everybody know. Um, if it was something like if if a neighbor, you know, people will complain if they're not happy. There has been no complaints um, with Ellen 
and Kathy over there on Bridal Path. Um, you know, it's if if it was a thing that we were getting complaints, well, then yeah, we definitely would say, hey, you know, I I think so, Barbara, right? Propose it to the neighbours, but because everything is um, kosher over there. It's just a simple renewal on my end anyway, I think. That's how I how, how I do it. Okay. Anybody have any questions? So can we have a motion to accept the animal license renewal for 11 bridal path, two horses? I'll make a motion to accept the license renewal on a level bridal path for the two horses. Second. I second. So Jolly, you vote yes. In favor. Julie. Yes. I just said you do in favor. Alan says yes. So the motion passes three to zero. Uh, next up is for uh, Liza Piazza, 94 Rockland Street. They currently have 17 laying hens and would like to expand the flock to 30 laying hens. I, know I think they're here if they want to speak. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hey, Rick. Hi, Liza. Hi. So um, currently we have a permit. We added a permit for uh, two roosters. And uh, one of my neighbors um, complained. And so I decided to get rid of the roosters. because I wouldn't want to make any of my neighbors unhappy. So what I would like to have is some more egg laying hens. Because um, I learned that my uh, hens don't live forever. And they don't lay eggs every day. And they don't lay them. As, as much as we'd like. So we, we would like more eggs. But what are will... you doing with the eggs? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do you sell we... the eggs or? No, we, we eat them. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm and any um, issues with the neighbors other than getting rid of those two roosters? Nope. Anything that you've heard of Julie or um, Alan, any questions? So... Um, go ahead. No, go ahead, Julie. Well, I was just going to say, I just think um, we just want to make sure there's no more roosters because I think that's the only problem. As long as there's no roosters, I don't see any issues. There, there's no, there's no roosters. <clears throat> Unfortunately, though, when you buy chicks, they'll sometimes tell you you're getting um, egg laying hens, and you'll get a surprise with some roosters. So I like to give them a fighting chance. So when I do get a rooster in the mix, I usually wait till they are eating pellets on their own and off of the the chick food so that way when they they send them off to a farm in norton it's a it's a real farm not a not a butcher shop but uh so and it's uh there's pigs and and whatnot so when you send them out there they're going to be eating pellets they're not going to be on a chick diet that they're on for the first few months so usually you want to wait till they're out of, of age before you send them off so they have a fighting chance and the, the maximum somebody can have is what 50 is that um then it becomes a different classification um alan we did reach out to the animal control officer stacy knee um and there is there is there's no maximum for sure in our bylaw and massachusetts doesn't have a maximum they have a minimum square footage per per animal requirement. And this application does meet that that area requirement. Okay. Yeah, actually mine would probably need it for about a hundred of them. But Stacy recently inspected it. And um I don't know if she commented on the provisions I have, but they're they're very they're very good. 
We got a five-star chicken hotel going. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to approve this with the stipulation, like what Julie was saying, no roosters. Yep. I I agree. Sorry, I'm trying to switch computers because my daughter needs my laptop for her Zoom meeting. (laughs) You guys think that's fair? Um, Accepting up to 30 hens? Is that what we're doing? Expanding to 30 hens with uh, stipulation of no roosters. Sorry, I wasn't. I totally agree with that, Anj. So, okay. so okay. while, while we're at it, can we make yep. it 50 in case I ever want to expand my flock? I am enjoying it as a hobby. What do you think, Alan and Julie? I, I personally don't have an issue with it, but I guess I would want to wait to see if your neighbors have any issues with expanding it that much. Well, the, the only complaint we had were roosters. And, and to be honest with you, I don't think they were really complaining about me. I think they were ha- unhappy that my neighbor next door was getting hens. And because I had the, I've had the rooster permit for two years. I gave them a letter, personally spoke to them two years ago when I got, which again was unexpected. And, and I, and they said they had no problem. All my neighbors said they love the noise. And then all of a sudden, two years later, after going through two summers when windows are open and now that winter windows are closed is when they complain. So I really don't think that gripe was with me. I think it was with my uh, a neighbor of mine. Um, and I think they were just complaining for the sake of complaining. But yeah, I'm sorry. I was switching computers before. Um, lots of Zoom tonight at this house. I- I'm actually okay as long as there's a stipulation of no roosters. Because I think, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's allowed in the state to have that many. So what about increasing the number to 50? That's... Well, that's what he that's what he's just asked. Oh, sorry, I just set my switch. Sure. I would just be um cognizant also of the waste and 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 such. I know it was a composting situation before. Um Mr. Piazza, I did you say your brother or brother-in-law is the composter? Oh, we also breed and and sell uh, mini mini law bunnies. Um and all and all my rabbits, all the manure goes to my sister, Marianne, and my brother, Guy. So I put it in a barrel, and they take the manure. But surprisingly, with chickens and with the shavings and the, and the straw, it, just, it, it uh, disintegrates pretty fast. Um, so there's, there's really not a lot of waste um, when it comes to the chickens. Even the shavings, everything, when you, when you put it down in your compost pile, it just it disintegrates. It doesn't amount to really compost or anything significant. Does, does your permit currently have the rabbits in it as well? No, you don't need a permit for rabbits. My, my rabbits live inside my garage. Okay. okay. How about if we compromise and say 40? That's great. So like I said, you know, because one thing I've learned is they don't lay eggs forever and different hens, like eyes of browns, they only lay for two years. And then at that point, you leave them in your flock for warmth in the winter because they cuddle together. And uh, and, uh, and having a diversified flock, I'm learning some of them lay for five years, but they don't lay as many eggs. So the ones who lay longer, they may lay 160 eggs a, a year. So it's not... A lot of people think you get an egg every day. You don't. You know, there, there may be a certain period where a free time where you get an egg every day, but they don't lay forever and they don't lay every day. 
years. All right. Well, I'm okay with expanding the flock to 40 laying hens on 94 Rockland Street. So I'd like to make that motion. Is um, there a second? I would say, can we add, like, with the guarantee of no roosters? Yep. Okay. Um, with that added, I second. Awesome. Um, all in favor? In I'm Jolly. in favor. Yep. Julie? Aye. Alan, I so motion will pass um, three to zero. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Thank you. Next up is a Lake Guard determination for Hilton Garden Inn, 110 Royal Street. In the package, there's a, a letter from the hotel if you had a chance to look at it. So they're basically um, looking for what we approved for the Homewood Suites. Barbara, any thoughts? Um, I did reach out to the author of the letter uh, from Rodeo. Is that the name of the company, if I'm saying that right? Rodell. Yeah, Rodell. Um, the letter didn't mention a closed-circuit um, camera video feed, but they do have one. So so that's important for the um, for the decision of the board that they have an active camera, I think. Yeah, I thought I saw that in the letter. Let me just let me just look at it one more time. So I am the general manager of the hotel and I do have um, a camera that is always playing in my back office along with our front desk at all times. Is there someone that's always watching it? Yeah, so we have a front desk agent. So there's a front desk agent on 24 hours a day. Um, the desk is never allowed to be unattended. So they watch it. And then we also have one, like I said, in the back office that also goes. So it's all management who's back there as well. But the one at the desk is constantly monitored. Could you tell us your name, please, so I can keep a record of that, please? Yes, it's um, Brianna Raquel. Thank you. How do you spell your last name? R-I-C-K-E-L-L. -L. Thank you. Are there any issues going forward with this, Barbara? No. Do you know of? Okay. I'm okay with that. I'll make a motion the lifeguard determination at the Hilton Garden Inn on 110 Royal Street. I second. All in favor and Jolly. Uh, in favor. Julie. Aye. Alan, aye. So we accept the motion for the lifeguard determination. Okay, next, 2023 annual business license renewals. January 1st to December 31st, uh, 2023. So, Karen, um, we have, do we have to do each one separately? Um, we did in years past, but last year you did it in a block just as it's written here. So okay. since we did it last year that way, we can continue to do it that going forward. All right. So is there any questions on any of these licenses? We have a list of all those health clubs. Like I see like five health clubs, three yeah. ice rinks. Am I just missing yeah. all of it? 
It's in the packet. I wrote, I kind of hand wrote out the names of the health clubs. Okay. You just say like five health clubs. You don't need to, I don't think you need to individually name them because you're never going to name all the food. Okay, yeah. that works for me. No. I'll make a motion then if you guys are okay with me going forward to approve the 2023 annual business license renewals. Is there a second? I second. All in favor, say aye. I'll aye in favor. Anjali, yes. Yes. Julie, yes. Alan, yes. So the motion passes to accept the annual business licenses. That was good. Um, Mr. Chairman? Yes. Just, just a, a shout out that uh, Ruth Slattery did all that work and she's been very, very busy um, with, with all the business licenses and she did a tremendous job again this year. Thanks, Ruth. Right. Kudos to Ruth for everything. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. Nothing less. <laughs> okay, next, new mobile food license. Morel Presley, uh, DBA, Morel's Barbecue, 930 Turnpike Street. Yes. That was um, the breakfast place, right? Queen Anne's. Yes. Yes. And they're all open. Yeah, so he currently has a food truck there that he has open. And um, the actual building itself, he's gutted it. And he is going to have a takeout business there, but it's not open yet. But the mobile food truck part of it is open. And his food truck, his paperwork, everything is all, all good there. Cool. I'll so make a motion to approve the license on 930 Turnpike Street for Morales Barbecue. Is there a second? I second. Okay. All in favor and Jolly? Aye. Julie? Aye. Alan, aye. So the motion passes three to zero to approve the new food license. Can I just clarify? Was there, Ruth, was there a temporary license in place or is this a new license going forward? There was a temporary license in place. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Next is Exterior grease trap variance requests for the same location, Morel's Barbecue, 930 Turnpike Street. I beg your pardon, guys. Can I just mention something? They're not here on the meeting, so I'm not sure. Um, I did email them both today to let them know that we were going to be going Zoom, and they're not here. So I don't know what you want to do on that, Barbara. I think we should table the topic until next meeting. Um, I don't. I don't think it's fair to talk about it without them being here. Good idea. Okay. And then, guys, I just would like to mention the water well variance that's off the docket. You can just ignore that. Next, we'll get to um, COVID nineteen update. Alan, can I jump in for one second before we move on to that? Yes. I was just thinking with the piazzas, do we need to inform them or ask them to change the um, renewal to be for 40 hens, like the license that they applied for? Yeah, so tomorrow I'll go in and I will give them a license for, it, it'll be a two-year license. The food, the animal license, like the chickens and stuff, they're a two-year license. So I will go in and update that tomorrow. So they don't need to, they don't always any paperwork to update it? Um, no, I will take care of that with them tomorrow. Yeah, I had license that will say forty hens, no roosters. Okay, 
Thank you, Ruth. And then I have one more question kind of on that topic. We as a board want to set a limit on how many hens. Are we even allowed to do that? Is that something we want to try and discuss in the future? I think we could, but do you think we should or just leave it to follow the state regs on that? Yeah. I, mean, I, state I don't know. Um, it could be... Um, bring up issues with farming rights people and, and such. If it was just an arbitrary, we think 35 is too many. You know, I don't think we have any any backup for it. Okay. So just leave in as long as there's enough like square footage per hen, then we're happy. Right. And if there's complaints, then we then we respond. Animal okay. control goes and we respond. That works for me. All right. Sorry, Alan. No, no problem. I also think, you know, it's based on the size of the yard, too. I mean, they have quite a big property. So I think that's why um, 40 is a manageable amount. Okay, COVID-19. James, do you want to talk? Um, so we're seeing uh, kind of what we expected. We saw a bigger increase uh, over the holidays um, as everybody traveled and gathered for a little bit. Um, numbers have been going back down. Um, good news is hospitalizations are going back down as well. So, um, you know, it's kind of the same pattern we've seen for the past few years now. Um, and it really comes down to people being responsible for personal accountability and um, getting vaccinated, as we always say. And, you know, if you don't feel well, stay home did i see the other day that we're like 80 i want to say 86 percent vaccinated in the town uh yeah those it's about 86 percent um and again the reporting on the state level for that is dependent on providers putting it all in i've corrected a few of them uh this week that you know the providers have put it in wrong so people couldn't find the right access so um, you know, it's around 86%, but nothing's entirely accurate with data, unfortunately. Um, but we're in the mid to high 80s. That's awesome. Yeah. All we can do is encourage people to get your booster shots. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated, but do your booster shots. You're eligible for up to three of them now. So please. It's sad when you still see that 126 people died in Massachusetts last week from COVID. I mean, it's shocking numbers still to me, but, you know, all we can do is just keep asking you to do the right thing. Anybody else want to add anything about COVID? Um, I would also say if, if anyone does have trouble signing up for a vaccine, we, we can we can help them online, get something an appointment at one of the local pharmacies. And I'm sure Diane Tynan would drive them over there if, if they have trouble with transportation. Okay, next up is vouchers and bills. Everybody have a chance to look at them. I did. Anybody have any questions? I'll make a motion to approve the vouchers and bills as presented. Is there a second? A second. Um, and Jolly, how do you vote? In favor. Julie. Aye. Alan, aye. So we accept the vouchers and bills. Okay. 
next um, discussion. Anybody have any discussion points? I just had a quick one for January. It's Cervical Cancer Awareness Month. So just to kind of throw out there, a quick reminder, it's important to get vaccinated, get screened. Um, prevention treatment is out there. So talk to your doctor about it as well. Um, so just a good thing to keep in the back of your mind for Cervical Cancer Awareness Month. Julie, anything on your end? Just what be safe with um, slips and falls. We've got icy conditions out there, so we want to be careful. It's not just uh, viruses and things to be worried about in winter, but physical safety too. I got a few quick ones. Make it real quick. For um, you know, you, you keep hearing the term like dry January that people, you know, don't want to, they abstain from alcohol during that month. And according to the Center of Disease Control, alcohol deaths in Massachusetts were uh, 2,760 last year. And an alcohol uh, toll in terms of death and disability rose 13 0.8% from 2009 to 2019, faster than lung cancer, diabetes, hypertension, and tobacco use. During the pandemic, 38% of mass adults reported increase in their drinking. And nationwide drinking deaths involving alcohol increased 25%. So, you know, dry January, maybe people can continue it into February and other months. And you know, realize that there's more alcohol deaths in Massachusetts than there are opioid deaths. Now, opioid deaths is only slightly behind at 2,500, but we can't forget about um, the dangers of alcohol use. Um, suicides in Massachusetts, 1,618 reported um, in 2022. 37% of high school students um, admit to smoking. And, you know, we got to keep up on doing inspections of any um, stores that are selling um, tobacco products to make sure that um, they're following the right protocol. Let's see. Um, Mass, mass marijuana establishments, ever since it's been um, formed three years ago, over $3 billion in sales have taken place nationwide. In Massachusetts, um, the state takes in more in taxes on marijuana sales than it does on alcohol sales. And in 2021, Massachusetts um, sales were 2021 for recreational marijuana, which totally is crazy. Um, Ozempic is a pharmaceutical drug that's initially been used uh, to treat diabetes. And it recently got approval for obesity loss. And, and it seems to be very effective as a treatment plan. But what's interesting is the sales of Ozempic had just skyrocketed and, and the price has gone way up and causing a shortage for the diabetics who truly need Ozempic. So it's out there. It, it's an interesting um, drug for obesity loss, but it also is, you know, became so popular that the price, the drug manufacturers, it really increased the price. 
And then I just have to add, because we had another mass shooting yesterday with um, 10 people who lost their lives. Over the past 10 years, it's 5,000 dead people because of mass shootings in this country. You know, you, you go to church, movie theaters, country concerts, gay nightclubs, lunar celebration, malls, synagogue, and you worry about, um, you know, being an innocent victim of gun violence. So it's just, I just wanted to mention, and it's an unfortunate that it just happened yesterday again in America. Okay, let's review the minutes. Alan, if you have some of that discussion typed up and you want to email it to me, I can put it on the Facebook page too. Oh yeah, perfect. And thank you for the Facebook page updates. Uh, you know, I think that's really, really um, helpful and it's a credit for that. So thank you for that. Yeah, and thank I, will, you. I will send you that information. Thank you. Hey, Turner, the citizens also open to us um, printing things if we want to think about oh. that. That's right. Oh, Okay, so next, I think we just have the minutes to approve of the last meeting. That was the minutes of uh, November 7th. Yep. Motion to approve the minutes. <laughs> Is there a second? I'll second. Okay, so Anjali, you say? Um, in favor. Julie? Aye. Aye. Alan, yay, so we'll be able to accept the uh, minutes for November 7th. And what's the last thing? Our next meeting, right? Yes. So our next meeting will be... March 6th. Okay, March 6th at the salad room, 6 p.m. Yes. Barring any blizzards. Yes. <laughs> or unforeseen circumstances. Yes. Yeah. So can we have a motion to close the meeting at 635? I'll make a motion to close the meeting at 635 on January 23rd. A second. A second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anjali? Aye. Julie? Aye. <laughs> Alan? Aye. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Save guys. Bye.